dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Welcome back to my corner of the Dementia Researcher blogs. If you're a regular reader of my blog, you'll probably be aware that in recent musings, I've touched upon some medical issues that I've experienced in the last 12 months. If you haven't, the too long didn't read is I've got a chronic digestive issue called ulcerative pancolitis. I normally manage this with a mix of diet, lifestyle and medicine. But over the new year, my worst fears were realised. I had to be admitted into hospital and at the point of writing this blog, I was still there. Normally, I like to blog about cool science, career tips or PhD life. This month, I want to tell you about my experience of being a hospital patient in COVID times. Fortunately, at the time of narrating this blog, I'm now out of hospital and doing better. But from now on, I'll be talking as Sam four days into a hospital stay. Firstly, I was pretty resilient to come here. About a week before I was admitted to this hospital, my clinic recommended that I go in. The idea of being stuck in a hospital with no chance of visitation was not at all appealing to me. I'm a family man and wanted to stay home and try and get better with my family around me. Treatments we'd used in the past to help me in these situations had not yet been tried, so I requested we give those a go first instead. It felt like a victory, but in reality, I should probably have just gone right away. Or maybe not, because what followed was five days of no progress. I wasn't sleeping, I was struggling to eat, and I was getting more and more sorry for myself with each day. My partner was also not sleeping and having to juggle caring for me with a high-pressure job. It was not sustainable. When they first called, I did not want to go to hospital. But by the time we reached that option again, I knew it was the right thing to do. In a way, delaying my admission gave me time to mentally prepare for going in. What would I pack? How would I entertain myself? How would I get myself there and back? I had been granted the time to sort all of this out in my head. So when the team said, you need to come in right now, I knew what I had to do. I gathered my things, said a temporary farewell to my partner and dog and made a way there. I've now been here for four days and it's surprising how relieved I am to be allowing the experts to get me the care I need. I'll be here for at least another few days, maybe longer, but my main goal is to ensure my discharge is not rushed. I want everything to be right. I don't want to have to go home and then come back in again. The no visitors thing kind of sucks, but the pandemic certainly is not affecting the wonderful care and attention our NHS gives us so generously. When I first arrived, I was fast-tracked through A&E into a triage assessment. From there, I went to an interim ward while they found me a bed, and I got onto a main ward at about 1am, approximately 12 hours after I arrived. It was a bed in a shared ward, and that first night was the hardest. I arrived in the dark, not sure what was next, and unable to settle. Fortunately, the following morning, the private room with the toilet that I was promised materialised. I was moved at about 6.30am, and I've been here ever since. I've quickly fallen into a routine. I know when my meals come and the food's actually been great. And I know when to expect blood pressure checks, new doses of medicines, etc. Every single person who works here is a credit to the NHS and I feel like I'm in the best possible hands. It would be nice to see my family, but I thought ahead and I brought my charger, my laptop and headphones so I can constantly speak to people and entertain myself with streaming services. And the hospital Wi-Fi is actually pretty decent. The only thing that's difficult is not knowing when I will go home. It's all dictated by my progress. At the moment, I've not got worse, but not got significantly better. I get a visit from a gastro doctor once a day, and this is where I find out my m- most information. Any improvements, any idea when I can go home. I don't want to rush out and have to subsequently come back, but I do actually want to go home at some point. It's essentially just a big waiting game. 
sit tight and let them do their stuff and get me better. I constantly remind myself that I'm fortunate. Yes, I am in here, but I will be going home. There are people in this hospital far sicker than me that will sadly not get that luxury. Why focus on the bad when I can focus on the good? I also have my own space and a great view of the Mersey estuary. If it was an apartment with this view, it would be worth a small fortune. I know what I have to do. I need to be patient and trust the process. I will get out of here and back to good health and appreciate it so much more when I do. I guess the point I'm trying to make is do not take good health for granted. It is so valuable. However, if you do find yourself in a position like mine, don't be afraid to go to hospital and get the care you need. Take it from someone who really didn't want to go. If you have to, it's the best possible place to be. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.